0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is
1: Believe. On today's installment of Believe in the Rockets, ladies and gentlemen, I am going to continue my series on why the 2022 season will be a successful year for the Rockets, despite their record. And the player that I'm going to highlight today is Jalen Green. Welcome to Believe in the Rockets. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to this latest installment of Believe in the Rockets, only on the Believe Podcast Network. As always, I'm your host, credential reporter for SB Nation, the dream Shake, Cody Davis. Please remember to follow me on Twitter at CodyDavis underscore 24. Once again, that's Cody, C-O-T-Y-D-A-V-I-S underscore 24. And as I mentioned during the pre part of this show, ladies and gentlemen, I am actually going to continue my series on why the 2022 season will be a successful year for the Houston Rockets despite their record. And as of right now, after defeating the Cleveland Cavaliers on Wednesday, 115-104, the Houston Rockets currently sits at 15-35. and But even though I think we can all agree, and it's a little bit writing on the wall at this point, that the Rockets are going to finish with one of the worst records in the league, bottom five, as a matter of fact. There are a lot of people that might look at this and, and think to themselves, well... I thought that this was going to be a team that could take a major jump and win 30 games. I thought that this was going to be a team that's going to make a jump and compete for the playing tournaments. And I'm not going to lie to you guys. I was actually one of those people as well. But you gotta keep in mind that this is still a team that is still young, and this is still a team that is still developing. And that is why I'm saying the 2022 season will still be a successful year for the Rockets because not only is Raphael Stone and Steven Silas are trying to find pieces, laying the foundation on how they're going to rebuild this Rockets team for the future in order to get them back to that respectable level, but at the same time, they are actually helping these young guys lay a foundation that they can actually lean on, that can get them to reaching their full potential. Hell, if not for the Houston Rockets, for possibly another team, because I think we could all agree it doesn't matter where these players go throughout their career. I think we all, uh, all can agree, especially because we are – looking at these guys so young we want to see these guys succeed and on part one of this conversation I highlighted Josh Christopher I compared him to a guy that is similar to Jeff Green a guy when you need him to score when you need him to defend when you need him to facilitate the basketball or whatever it is you might need from him that particular night Josh Christopher is going to be the guy that's going to step in and play his role. And he is somebody that is going to have a very long career because he's he's going to be that all around player similar to Jeff Green. And of course, the second part of that conversation, I talked about my guy, Kevin Porter, Jr. I talked about his development as a player, as the starting point guard, how he is able to see the floor and everything that i talked about. During that last installment of Believe in the Rockets, when I started this conversation, we saw that same thing take place again during the win against the Cleveland Cavaliers. And you guys know that was one of my takeaways that I actually highlighted. So part two of this conversation, I want to look at the Houston Rockets number two overall pick. And that guy is Jalen Green. But before we get into everything, guys, I got to tell you guys about Bet Online. There might be less football being played at the moment. But Bet Online has way more stuff to bet on this playoff season from scores, totals, player performances, props, to where the next fire coach is going to land. Bet Online is the number one spot for all things NFL betting in 2022. And with a new year comes a new updated desktop and mobile website to sign up today and you will receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just remember to use the promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, to get started. And that is not just with football, but Online has you covered with basketball, hockey, boxing, UFC, all the way down to your favorite Vegas casino games, Bet online is your number one online wager destination. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to place bets on all your favorite sports and play your favorite games. Bet online is where the game starts. And when I take a look at the development of Jalen Green, ladies and gentlemen, I'm actually going to start this conversation with. Some people might not consider this a development, but I think this needs to be addressed before I start talking about the development and the growth of Green. And look, during Wednesday night win against the Cleveland Cavaliers, Green scored 21 points. And that marked the first time he scored 20 points since the Rockers were able to come away victorious on January 5th against the Washington Wizards. And in the game against the Cleveland Cavaliers, Green shot 46.2% from the field and 42.9% from behind the arc. And that was by far his best performance over the last five games because we all know over the last two weeks or so, Green has been struggling. This is a guy going into that game. He was averaging eight and a half points, shooting 20% from the field and 14% from behind the arc. Now, when Green was going through this shooting slump, as Steven Silas once put it, multiple people was trying to figure out what is going on with Jalen Green. Why is Jalen Green playing like this? Why is he struggling? People on social media was trying to dissect his shooting form, which I still, I I did not see a difference in the way he was shooting the basketball. People were saying, you know, debating whether or not he was getting the ball a lot more. Um, A lot of people was, you know, talking about whether or not he was still being a little bit hampered due due, due to the hamstring injury that took him out, what was it, like 12 to 14 consecutive games? You know, people had their own conspiracy theory on why Green was struggling, but There's one thing I think we can all agree when we take a look at how Green was struggling, and that was the fact that he had hit a rookie wall. And we're talking about a guy through the first couple of games of his career, he was averaging, what, 15, 16, 17 points a game. But when I take a look at Green's struggles over the last two weeks prior to the game against the Cleveland Cavaliers, I want to point this out because I don't think it's been said enough, and that is the fact that Jalen Green might have been a little bit fatigued, not because he hit the rookie wall, but it's because I don't think Green has gotten used to playing this many basketball games in a short amount of time frame, and what I mean by that is, as of right now, Green's body isn't used to the wear and tear of the NBA. Green has only played a total of 36 games in his career as of right now. That's basically the most game that this young man has ever played for a season throughout his whole entire basketball career. And yes, I understand. I get it. He played in AAU. We know how crazy those AAU schedules can be. But let's keep this in mind. Even when he was playing AAU basketball growing up, especially in high school, he was not playing four games in five nights for a span of two weeks. He wasn't doing that. And as a matter of fact, when you talk about him being in high school, and this is why this argument is is important, when Green was in high school, his high school team, they only played a total of 28 games. 28 regular season games. That could possibly bump up to like 30 or 31, depending on how far they go into the postseason. You're looking at a situation where you have a young guy who is being asked to play a total of 82 games in the span of five to six months. Plus, I understand that he went to the G League last year. And the G League is a league that normally averages somewhere in the ballpark of what, 40 to 50 games throughout a season. Last year, when he played in that G League bubble, he did not have an opportunity to experience a true G League schedule because they only played in one location and he only played 15 games for the G League at night. 15 games. (laughs) That is what he right now. He's currently playing 15 games in a month in the NBA. So I wanted to bring that up because, look, Green is a very talented young man and I think too many people had high hopes of what to expect from Green's Green, and I'm not going to lie, I did too. But when he went through this struggle over the last two weeks, not too many people was talking about how his body is trying to get adjusted of playing so many games in a short amount of time. Because like I just mentioned, in high school, played no more than 28 games. Possibly could have went up to like 30, 31, 32 if he had an opportunity to compete in state. He went to the G League last year, did not go to college. And as a matter of fact, this young man is so skilled to the point I'm starting to get the sense that the only negative part about his game right now that he did not have an opportunity to play a college season. In terms of a lot of travel you go to the g league you play 15 games you at you're in one location and not to mention even when you was in high school of course you went to a basketball preparatory school yes you had to travel around escape states but what your travel was probably reduced to one maybe two games in two weeks and now he is being asked as a matter of fact when this shooting slump started to begin it came during, it took place during their last road trip. And that was in a situation where they had to play five consecutive games on the road. And as a matter of fact, that was actually his third road trip, his third lengthy road trip in a span of the first three and a half months of the NBA season. So that's my theory behind Jalen Green's shooting struggles. I just think that his body has to get used. I just think he has to get his durability up to get his body up to par to being able to play a full 82 regular game season. And not only that, he has to get used to all the travel and just everything that goes into being an NBA player has to be about. But With that being said, I want to transition from Jalen Green's shooting slump to why I believe that shooting slump was important for Jalen Green's development. All that and more on the latest installment of Believe in the Rockets. What I'm about to say to you guys might shock you just a little bit, but the greatest quarterback of all time is not just the GOAT on the field. He is the GOAT when it comes to investing too. He has invested in stocks, crypto, and even art. And now you can invest like the goat as well with Masterworks. Masterworks is the investing platform that lets you buy shares representing an investment in art from icons like Picasso, Monet, and Warhol. And even great, our price outpaced the S&P 500 by 164% from 1992 to 2021. In fact, early investors already received over 30% of IRR in 2020 and in 2021 from sales of two paintings. And this is your opportunity to join over 300,000 members and invest like to goat. So go to masterworks.com slash believe that's masterworks.com slash believe see important disclosure at masterworks.com slash disclaimer. All righty, ladies and gentlemen, continuing here with this latest installment of Believe in the Rockets, only on the Believe Podcast Network. Please be sure to subscribe to Believe in the Rockets on all your favorite podcast streaming services. And if you are listening to this podcast on Apple Podcasts by any chance, please be sure to leave a review to let me know how you enjoy or not enjoy the show. But Continuing here with why the 2022 season will be a successful year for the Rockets in terms of their player development. Like I mentioned throughout this whole entire show, I'm going to talk about Jalen Green. So in the first segment, I gave my thoughts on why we saw Green going to what Steve Asiles like to call a shooting slump. And I found that terminology a little bit intriguing that he used the word shooting slump and not just the fact that Jalen Green was in a slump as a whole and the reason why I found that a little bit intriguing is because when you take a look at Green's game when you take a look at his development even though he was not shooting the ball very well like I mentioned this was a guy who was averaging over the last five games going into the win against the Cleveland Cavaliers going into that game he was averaging 8.8 points shooting 20 percent from the four and 14 percent from behind the arc I was able to notice something about Green throughout his shooting slump and that is the way he was trying to develop and become more of a complete player. And I think that is why Steven Silas used the term shooting slump, because when you take a look at where Jalen Green was when he first made his debut in the NBA against the Minnesota Timberwolves all the way up until the game that took place on Wednesday night against the Cleveland Cavaliers I'm starting to see Green put more effort into becoming a complete player. And I say that because prior to this slump and even going into the draft when I took a look at when I when I took a look at him being a player in high school, being a player in the G League, and in the G League he averaged what 17 18 points per game. To me at least it seems like Jalen Green was just a, a he just had this score first mentality and that was really his only mentality. However, as the season went on, especially when he came back from injury, I started seeing Green try to make more of an effort to become more of a complete player. And that is important because Steven Salas has challenged Jalen Green in order to use his skill set to give the Rockets more on both ends of the on the floor. As a matter of fact, I want you guys to listen to this exchange that I had with Stephen Solis. I believe this took place following the Rockets win against the Sacramento Kings or the Utah Jazz. I can't remember which one it was, but just take a look. Just take a listen to this exchange. Had an opportunity that night following the win. I asked Stephen Solis, you know, even though this is a team that has not won a lot of games, have you got a sense of enjoyment watching your young players play? And just take a listen to what he had to say. Hey, Coach, congrats on the win. Thank you. Um, I know this season hasn't been, you know, a lot of wins, but how great has it been for you as a coach just to see the growth of the young guys? You mentioned Kevin Porter Jr., you know, stepping up in the clutch. We saw the big-time rebound that Jalen Green had. How's, how great has it been just to see the growth?
0: Yeah, it's, it's everything, <laughs> but it's not just those guys. Like the growth of Christian Wood, uh, as far as his pick and roll coverage and, and his leadership over the last little while has been great. And, um, KJ Martin and obviously Jalen with the offensive rebound and that, And he played uh, a better game than he played the first game. And he learned from the mistakes that he made in the first game. He was attacking, still attacking. But um, you can see um, we played, a, for lack of a better word, a, a more educated game because of our experience in the first uh, Sacramento game. But that's our group. We just got to learn from every experience and hopefully grow and improve. And uh, we are seeing some improvement because this is a really good trip to win two out of three on the road for us is uh, is, a, is a step, is a big step. So... Uh, We're we're proud of ourselves and we have to enjoy, but we also have to understand what it is to get to this. Like why? The why is always important. And the way we started the game was great and the way we ended the game was great. So we have to continue to do stuff like that.
1: So the reason why I wanted to play that clip for you guys, I wanted you guys to just listen to Steven Silas talk about Jalen Green recording this rebound. And the reason why I'm focusing in on that is because this showcased Jalen Green's desire, Green's potential, and Green's want to become more of a complete player. And I say that because the clip that you guys just heard that took place following the Houston Rockets 118 to 112 victory against the Sacramento Kings on January 16th. And that rebound that Solace is talking about took place late in the fourth quarter to help the Rockets come away victorious. It was an offensive rebound and he was able to get the Rockets another possession and it was able to execute late in the fourth quarter in order to get that win. But here's the best part about that. That wasn't the first time Jalen Green did something like that. As a matter of fact, prior to arriving in Sacramento, because remember they had those back-to-back games in Sacramento, but when they started that successful five-game road trip, and it started in San Antonio when the Rockets won 128-124, to Green had recorded another important late-game rebound to help the Rockets take that victory. As a matter of fact, and I still remember that play from the top of my head, Green outjumped three San Antonio Spurs players grabbed the rebound, was able to kick it out to Eric Gordon, and Eric Gordon was able to finish on a layup that actually helped create more separation between the Rockets and the Spurs in that victory. Now, why is that important? Well, prior to both of those games, I had an opportunity to ask Stephen Silas about Jalen Green's development. And Stephen Silas talked about what he wanted to see more from Green. And he said that he wanted to see Green use his athleticism in order to help the Rockets get more possessions. And he also talked about how he wanted to see Green use his athleticism in, in, in hopes of helping the Rockets on the defensive side of the court. Now, Green is still struggling on defense, but I think that's going to come when he gets a little bit stronger. He's going to be a better defensive player. But the fact that Salah said that he was challenging Green to use his athleticism in hopes of helping the Rockets get more possessions, and of course we all know what more possessions is, being having an opportunity to clean the boards, having an opportunity to go out there and get rebounds, Green has answered the call. And I think because he went through this shooting slump, it's part of the reason why Green is starting to make more of an effort with his rebound. As a matter of fact, in the win against the Cleveland Cavaliers on Wednesday, a game in which he recorded 21 points, and that was the first time, like I mentioned, since January 5th, where he recorded over 21 points, Jalen Green also recorded five rebounds, and he also dished Five assists. Now, with that being said, taking that game against the Cleveland Cavaliers and going all the way back to when Green's shooting struggle began, in the span of the last six games, Jalen Green has recorded a little bit over five rebounds per game. Now, comparing that to the first 30 games of his career, Jalen Green was averaging three and a half rebounds per game. Now, I know that might not be a big difference to a lot of people, but the fact that he was able to go from three and a half rebounds to five and a half rebounds, knowing that Steven Silas is challenging him to use his athleticism in hopes of getting more rebounds for the Houston Rockets, and the fact that he is going out there and executing that is saying a lot. Now, I do believe that Green has the potential to turn into one of the best scorers in the game. As a matter of fact, this is a guy in his third career game. He had already came out the gate scoring a career high 30 points, connecting on eight out of his 10 attempts from behind the arc. But even though Green has showcased the potential that he can become one of the league's most prolific scorers, I don't want to see Green be a one-dimensional player. I actually want him to go out there and be a guy who can do it all, who can rebound, who can assist, who can defend. And what I like most about the fact that he went through those shooting struggles, I'm starting to see Green take more responsibility and show more effort to rebound, to assist, to defend. And in that game against the Cleveland Cavaliers, once again, in the midst of scoring 21 points, in the midst of pulling down five rebounds, Green also dished five assists. And he also had a block in the, in the steal as well. So I wanted to point that out because like I just mentioned, I don't know this version of Green trying to be more of an all around player. I don't know if that will still be the case if he did not go through that shooting slump. But what I do know is because he went through that shooting slump, because he has a coach in solace who is challenging him more than others just saying, here, go to basketball, go go try to give me 20 and 30 points, it's going to do wonders for this young man. And like I mentioned, the whole purpose of looking at the 2022 season and saying that it's going to be a success, not only because... Raphael Stone and Silas are able to find young players who can actually be developmental pieces, the foundational piece of this rebuild, but it's because they're able to go through these experience now to find their niche in the league as of right now in hopes of reaching their full potential. And when you look at green, this is a guy who his potential is through the roof. Unfortunately it's not going to end in a rookie of the year honor, but the fact that he is actually taking time now, he's not waiting till year two, he's not waiting till year three or four or five. He is actually taking the steps now to become a more all-around player. So with all that being said, on the other side of the break, in the first segment, we talked about Jalen Green's shooting slump. We talked about his struggles. in this segment, we talked about how he was able to use that shooting slump in order to step up to the challenge of becoming a more complete player. In the last segment, I want to just take a look at this young man's motor. This man has the will and the desire to continue to get better in hopes of being the player that we all are expecting Jalen Green to be. And <laughs> that is to be no less than a future all-star caliber player in this league. And I say no less because the more this young man's developed, he would definitely be an all-star, MVP caliber player in this league in the years to come. What I'm about to say to you guys might shock you just a little bit, but the greatest quarterback of all time is not just the GOAT on the field. He is the GOAT when it comes to investing too. He has invested in stocks, crypto, and even art. And now you can invest like the goat as well with Masterworks. Masterworks is the investing platform that lets you buy shares representing an investment in art from icons like Picasso, Monet, and Warhol. And even great, our price outpaced the S&P 500 by 164% from 1992 to 2021. In fact, early investors already received over 30% of IRR in 2020 and in 2021 from sales of two paintings. And this is your opportunity to join over 300,000 members and invest like to goat. So go to masterworks.com slash believe that's masterworks.com slash believe see important disclosure at masterworks.com slash disclaimer. Welcome back in, ladies and gentlemen, to this latest installment of Believe in the Rockets, only on the Believe Podcast Network. And as always, I'm your host, Cody Davis. Now, before closing out, I think the best part that I love about Green going through this shooting slump is the fact that this was a young man whose confidence never wavered. And he continued to show the drive, show the will, show the need, show the hunger to be the best player he can be. I can't remember what game that was. As a matter of fact, that was the game where the Rockets lost against the San Antonio Spurs. And after the game, Green stayed on the court and got a post-game workout in. The very next day in practice, he was the last one to leave the practice court. Staying there, getting his shops up, continue to get his game back on track but not only is he getting his game back on track he knows the process he knows that he has potential he knows that in order for him to get to the player that one we are all expecting him to be but most importantly the player that he knows he can be he knows it's a long process and say what you want about Steven Salas people have said a lot about him over the last year or so especially this season but Working with Solace this early in his career is going to do wonders for Jalen Green. And I say that because, look, nobody hates the hand that Solace has been dealt since he took over as head coach of the Houston Rockets. And we all know the story. He takes over Russell Westbrook, one side of Houston. James Harden quits on the team, one side of Houston. And yes, I understand both of those players wanted out of Houston prior to Solace getting hired I just wish, even still to this day, that they actually gave Silas an opportunity to coach them. And the way last year played out, I can make an argument that the Rockets could have definitely won a championship last year. But that's neither here nor there. That's old news. But even though Silas came in with the mindset of being a win-now coach, he flipped that mindset perfectly, and now he is a rebuilding coach helping these players set the foundational pieces to what can be a long and prosperous career for these young players. When I take a look at Steven Solis, when I take a look at Jalen Green, don't be surprised if 10 years from now, Jalen Green is talking about how Stephen Solis is still one of his favorite coaches. And I say that because Solis is molding this young man in order to reach his full potential. And this is a man in solace, this is a coach in solace that has a background of helping and developing some of the most talented players that this league has ever seen. There's Luca, there's Kimball, there's Steph, <laughs> and there's arguably the greatest player of all time in LeBron James. And throughout solace's career, he has kept a law book notes on what these players struggled with and what they do to get better. And what do you think he's doing right now throughout this whole 2022 season? That coaching law book has basically become the blueprint for Jalen Green. Over the weekend, had an opportunity to start talk to Steven Silas about how is he using his background, working with all of the great players that I just named, especially LeBron and Steph Curry. How is he using that background in order to help Jalen Green? He started talking about how he is using Steph Curry's deficiencies as a rookie to help Jalen Green today. Listen to this exchange between myself and Stephen Salas. You mentioned Steph. Um, What is it like to see the growth that Steph has taken over the last ten years, and how much of working with Steph do you actually use that in order to help so many younger guys like Jalen and KPJ here? I use
0: I use quite a bit. So I have a uh, I was looking through my notes the other day, and I have a a blueprint for Steph from 2010. of all the things he needed to work on during the summer, like all the things that he improved on during the year and then all the things he needed to work on during the summer. And a lot of them are similar to what Jalen needs to work on as far as getting stronger, as far as uh, hiding the ball as, as he's penetrating into the paint, as as far as having different finishes in the, in the paint. Just like it was funny to see that some of the things from 2010, which is only 12 years ago, but seems like forever ago, uh, are definitely, definitely applicable. But also, the guys tend to listen a little bit more when you're talking about, you know, great players, Steph or LeBron or Luca or whoever.
1: So not only does Jalen Green has arguably one of the best coaches who knows how to develop young talent, but he also has a coach who has all the secret and a proven blueprint on how to get to that next level. Like I mentioned, say what you want about Steven Silas, man, but this is a young man. This is a coach who has done a phenomenal job developing some great young talents throughout his career as an assistant coach, and that Is it going to change as a head coach? Because not only are we seeing him doing this with Jalen Green, we're also seeing him doing this with Kevin Porter Jr., Josh Christopher. Nobody, including myself, I thought Josh Christopher is going was going to spend the entire twenty twenty two season in the G League, and this guy's getting minutes, regular minutes within the rotation. We know the work that he's doing with Elper and Shagoon. Like, Stephen Silas has a knack on how to develop talent. And ladies and gentlemen, you guys need to give this young man flowers. But I say all that just to say, you know, please be sure to go check out my latest article on the Dream Shake. Well, one of my latest articles on the Dream Shake, how Stephen Silas used Steph Curry's deficiencies as a blueprint for Rockish rookie Jalen Green. Please go check it out once you read it hit me up on Twitter, let me know what you thought about the article. And with all that being said, that concludes another installment of Believe in the Rockets, only on the Believe Podcast Network. As always, I'm your host, Cody Davis. Please remember to follow me on Twitter at CodyDavis underscore 24. Once again, that's Cody, C-O-T-Y, D-A-V-I-S underscore 24. Be sure to follow Believe in the Rockets on Twitter at Believe in the Rockets. And please be sure to follow this podcast on all your favorite podcast streaming services. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, peace.